Hello friends and welcome to the Perspective Podcast where we review books so you don't have to read the back cover or whatever. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is our second episode and we hope you'll have as much fun listening in as we did recording. We shall be reviewing the book The Secret Lives of Babasegi's Wives by Lola Shonane. Lola Shonane is a Nigerian poet and author who launched her debut novel, The Secret Lives of Babasegi's Wives, in the UK in May 2010. Shonane has forged a reputation as an adventurous, humorous, and outspoken poet, having published three volumes of poetry. In April of 2014, she was named on the Hay Festival's Africa list of 39 sub-Saharan African writers aged under 40, with potential and talent to define trends in African literature. Lola won the PEN Award in America, as well as the Ken Sarowiwa Award for Prose in Nigeria. She was also longlisted for the Orange Prize in the UK for her debut novel, The Secret Lives of Baba Sege's Wives, in 2011. In 2017, she was named African Literary Person of the Year by Brittle Paper. She runs the annual Aki Arts and Book Festival in Nigeria. She is passionate about uplifting other writers and calls her novel the gift that keeps giving. The Secret Lives of Babasegi's Wives is a short novel with just over 200 pages. The book is set in Nigeria in 2001. We are introduced to Ishola Alao, famously known as Babasegi, and his family. He boasts of four wives and seven children. At the time, polygamy was considered common and normal in Africa and was seen as a sign of prestige and accomplishment. Men with the capability to take care of multiple wives were regarded highly and considered wealthy. The book starts with a family tree. You all remember what that was, right? It outlines Babasegi's entire family, complete with the year he married each of his wives, which really sets the tone for the entire book. Each of his wives has personality, and I'll try to describe them one by one. Also, important to note, the book is riddled with proverbs and sayings, like your typical African scenario. So let's dive in. The first wife, who is called Iasegi, and I'm assuming Ia means mama for Kenyans and everyone who speaks Swahili, and basically everyone knows what mama means. So... Mama Segi. She was raised by a single mother and had always had negative opinions of men, which could be as a result of her mother's incessant negative words about her father. She concentrated on her cassava selling, working so hard she amassed more money than all the men in her village. However, she had to keep it a secret since it was considered a taboo for a single woman to have that much wealth. A woman's purpose was confined to getting married and bearing children, which resulted in the plan her mother and Ishola's mother came up with to marry them. In fact, her own money was used in her wedding ceremony. Later on, using tact, she was able to convince Babasegi to allow her to learn how to drive and open up businesses that she made a lot of money from. She vowed to herself that eventually she would get back all the money owed to her. 
She understands how to work her husband and this in turn makes her seem like the head of the family. She has two children, Segi and Akin. Second wife, Iatope. She is simple, timid and shy. She was raised by cassava planter parents that whisked her off when their crop failed. Not that she was extremely useful to them though. She was lazy and didn't engage in any of the farm work her fellow siblings did. She spends most of her time tending to her children's hair and Segi's hair as well, which is her own way of showing love to the children. And this is something that the other wives find absolute waste of time and utter foolishness. She has three girls, Tope, Afolake, and Motun. Third wife, Iafemi. I may say she had the toughest childhood. Her parents died when she was young and she was sent off to work as soon as the soil on their graves hardened. Did you see what I did there? Anyway, never mind. As soon as she got the opportunity, she got married to Baba Segi. Her life was instantly 10 times better than it was at grandmother's, but that wasn't enough. We find out that she's a schemer and very calculating. She's also a Christian, in quotes. She uses the Bible to her own advantage, which in my opinion could be attributed to wayward teaching at her church. She has two children, Femi and Kole, both boys. And finally, the fourth wife, Bolanle. Bolanle is the only wife that is literate and a graduate. Part of the reason she chose to get married to Ishola was her troubled past. Now you see, she had an abortion and she's also a rape victim. Her mother's reaction to when Bolanle spoke about her rape is what I really want to talk about. Her exact words were, you couldn't have been raped. No daughter of mine could have been raped. That is not the way I brought you up. Now, according to her mother, in her words, it means you choose to be raped. And yet we all know that is not true. You do not choose to be raped. Her words felt like girls are taught to make sure they don't get raped as opposed to teaching boys not to do it in the first place. And also, this is something that we are grappling with in Kenya right now. During this pandemic, there's all sorts of free time and we've heard of a rise in the number of teenage pregnancies. And I'm sure it's not just teenage pregnancies. There's a lot going on in the background. And this is something that is not even supposed to be happening in 2020, to be honest. I feel we are not doing enough as a country and at the same time addressing it is a big challenge to our politicians and women reps and everyone else who gets involved in in this but bottom line is as parents there's much more to be done to both the boy and the girl child because the way they grow up is what really influences their thought process at this point, I will mention each of these wives has their own secrets, but there's only one universal secret that they have. And you know what they say about secrets? Well, they say a lot about secrets, but this one is women can only keep one secret, their own. From my reading, and I may have understood this incorrectly because the way you interpret a book is purely your own way of thinking, Iasegi could be a lesbian. 
Ia Tope loves to please herself, and Ia Femi hides the bitterness of her past in her religion. Their unitary secret is that the children are not Babasigis. It's only after Bulanle goes to hospital and tests are carried out that it is revealed. They also really dislike Bolanle, apart from Iatope, who is too scared to harm anyone. The other wives plot to poison Bolanle, but the plan backfires and has grave consequences. Literally, someone is sent to an early grave. Ultimately, the person that suffers the most is Baba Segi, as he has raised children that were not his. But if he wasn't so persistent on having children, he wouldn't have been so crushed. In the end, he gives his 13-year-old some solid advice that I honestly think he didn't need at the time about marriage. He asks him to take only one wife since that way he shall have only one source of pain when it eventually comes. This is a story about jealousy, envy, self-doubt, selfishness, African norms and new Western ways. Eventually, things in the household go back to normalcy, but under Babasegi's hawk eye. Lola writes all these difficult topics in a light and charming manner that is sure to have you in stitches. I thoroughly enjoyed reading it and had to go over it twice in order to bring you this. Have you read this book yet? If yes, please comment on what drew you in the most. If not, grab your copy at Prestige Bookshop or Raffle Books. Find them both online. It costs between 1290 and 1600 Kenya shillings. If you prefer soft copies, grab your copy at Reading Culture on Instagram. I also want to send out special thanks to everyone who tuned in in our last episode. The feedback was overwhelming. We appreciate it. My name is Sophie Riziki and thank you for tuning in to the Perspective Podcast today. Follow us to receive updates whenever we post a new episode. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at PerspectivePod1 and let's have a conversation. Have a good one, folks. <music>